Welcome to Lawmen, a podcast about local legends and obscure curiosities from days of yore. I'm James Shakeshaft, a man for all seasons. And I'm Alice Tebeke King, a man for two seasons. Spring and summer are not for the gingers. And now we have a few tales from Wales. Today we've got another deputy law person aboard the... Is it a ship, James? It's a is studio, that what you're going isn't for? it? You it don't is. say on board, just in. I thought we were... like I was always visualising a sheriff's place, because it's like lawmen. Or like, like a, a ranch. Yeah. But just imagine like saloon doors swinging open. Oh, there's a new law person in town. And who is that? It's Jenny Collier. Hello, Jenny. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So, Jenny, do you have a story for us? Oh, I should say, you are technically Welsh. I am definitely Welsh. That's what I said. <laughs> definitely Welsh. Yes. Well, it's just that you don't necessarily... Sure. ...from in an audio medium, because obviously you look... Ex- Exceedingly Welsh, <laughs> but in sound, you don't necessarily sound terribly Welsh. Is that fair? Sure. I mean, if you were to see my face right now, the windburn makes me look like an English public schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> but I am a Welsh woman. You are, yes. yes. And you, I think you have brought a Welsh folktale for us. I have, yeah. Or an English public school folktale, I guess. <laughs> Told yeah. through the medium of an English public schoolboy face. Great. Yeah. Well, if, if, you, yeah, if, you, if you could muster... Your schoolboy face. <laughs> and I'll do the Welsh accent for the Welsh names. Ooh, lovely. Oh, yeah. can I, can lovely. We, can we all join in? Okay. I love doing Welsh accents. I might have to get my notebook out for one of them because I can't remember how you say it. Okay. Have you got one of those One of those when you go to a stationery shop and buy a new book thinking, new book, new me? I uh, know. This was a gift from my mum. I think she's telling me to get some new material. <laughs> <laughs> Mums are the harshest critics. So your is your, is your mum Welsh? Uh huh. Yeah, okay. she's really Welsh. Like, as in, she's got the accent and everything. Wow, the whole yeah. package. Yeah. Face of a schoolboy? <laughs> um, no. Oh, that's a disappointment. Sorry to disappoint. Does she speak Welsh? She doesn't know. Do you speak Welsh? Um, poorly, but yes. Is that a Welsh word? <laughs> poorly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ver Camraig and Spuriel, which means my Welsh is litter. Because <laughs> I can't say, I don't know what the word for rubbish is. <laughs> I've only been to Wales once and you were there and I said, oh, they take the language a bit seriously. And you gave me a look as if to say, stop saying things like that in Wales. <laughs> yeah. If you want to make it out alive, you've yeah. got to respect so, the li- lingo. Yeah, you, they do take mm. it seriously. Now, mm. I mean, in London, I can safely say, wow, they take it seriously there. It was on the menus and everything. Like in a cafe. Really? Yeah, it's like, you know what, tea? Stop pretending you don't know the English word for tea. Tear. Come on. What's the worst word for video? Video. Video. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what buffet is? Yeah. Boof. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Why, to think we've been wasting time with the A, all of these. We could have started our buffets seconds faster <laughs> by just calling them buffs. <laughs> so the Welsh are geniuses. Genius. Is that the Welsh word for genius? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> is the Welsh for football? Paldroid. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I oh, know. I've got confused with the Welsh football TV show, Scorio. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was drinking some water there and you nearly killed me. Scorio. 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 Yeah. Is the name of a f- 
It's the football come highlight on, show. Come on, on Wales. S4C or whatever. That's correct. And if you want to know what the chariot racing show is called, which yes. there is. Yes. <laughs> it's called Hrashish. Hrashish. For chariot races. Hrashish. What does, like chariot races, like Ben-Hur, horses and carts? Yeah, yeah. Is it horses? Yeah. Like donkeys. Sure, I like donkeys. Donkeys. Is, now, I don't want to be mean. Is Wales a real country? Because nothing I'm hearing is convincing me so far that well, it is. Yeah. It's Donkey all... chariot racing on telev- televised. It's all pretty rustic. And I... people in those chariots. Can I just... Yeah. Okay, cool. It's not I like horses pulling chariots with donkeys in them. <laughs> no, I think I think it's all... I said donkeys, but I think it might be horses. Mm. And it's a chariot with a person in, whipping the horses, running around... In the chariot race, a la Ben Hur. Wow. I talked about it in Jen Hur, which was, Edinburgh show. Which was the name of your show. A couple of right. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall I tell you my story? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, please. <clears throat> okay. Is it all right if it's like almost two stories? I thought the story I was going to tell was something, and then I Googled it and found out that they're two separate stories. Well, we often do that to cheat, so yes. <laughs> okay. it, so, it is cheating, but it's also tolerated. Okay, cool. Thanks. So, here it is. It's well, the story that I'm going to tell is the Welsh version of it's like the Welsh alternative for Val- Saint Valentine's because I don't know when this is going to go out, but it's nearly Valentine's Day, isn't it? And we've just had Welsh Valentine's Day, which is January the 24th. Sorry, Wales has its own Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, because of how much time it? they've saved by not saying buffet in full, they're yeah. actually several days ahead by now. Yeah, that's incredible. Is it called Valentine's? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely card day. <laughs> I mean, that's actually racist. Oh, come, come on. <laughs> Cindy V, let us do Indian accents in the Indian one. I think we've got her on record of saying that we aren't racist. Yep. Um, okay, so um, it's called, it's not called Valentine's Day. It's called Did Santas Dwinwen, which means Saint Dwinwen Day. Dwinwen was the most beautiful daughter of Brachan Brachaniog. Who was a king who had over fifty children? That's a lot. She's going. She's up against a few, I guess. Exactly. She must have been smoking, and now she fell in love. Oh, it was in the fifth century, so quite a while ago. Um, she fell in love with a man called Melon Daffodril. True, na- so, true name. Daffodril. Daffodril. That sounds a lot like daffodil. Daffodril, except because it's all like word of mouth that. The story's been retold and stuff. And a lot of it was in Welsh and people didn't translate it correctly and things like that. We don't know if they're called Daffodril or Daffodrish. Which sounds pretty Welsh, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it does sound a lot like Daffodil, the national plant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's named after him. Mabes. Anyway, she fell in love with him. He was in love with her. They did want to get together. But then one day he either... And I don't know if this tone is a bit... It is it's a dark tale. He either did rape her or tried to, or her dad just said, no, you can't get married. So we don't know which of those... I mean, I prefer that version of That's it. That's the one that they tell yeah, the children. I think the right. last one's my favourite. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Same of, of those options. Of those options. The last one. The please. last one is m- the most family friendly and enchanting because it's like, oh, they're not allowed to marry. That's a shame. And because he'd already, Brachan Brachenyog had already promised her to somebody else. Because in the fifth century, you could just give a woman to a person as a thing. Simpler times. 
I suppose when you got 50. Actually, the admin of that, I've said simple, that's very, probably very complex. Yeah, Absolute nightmare. Let them, pick, it, let them pick their own. <laughs> exactly. Otherwise, you'll have a spreadsheet. <laughs> exactly. Like you'll be cross-referencing. It's going to yeah. be difficult. Yeah. So um, in order for her to get over this nightmare... Oh, by the way, her name means one with a blessed life. I don't think so. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound that blessed to me, um, even with the third and happiest uh, reason for not marrying Malon Dafodril. So they don't get together. And she's like, oh, no, um, and runs into the woods crying and whatnot. And then she prays to God or, like, the Welsh gods. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Got your own God, God in Wales. I don't know. I don't know. It's called... <laughs> God. It might be. It might just be the normal, the like standard God. But he look, he's got a donkey there with him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, God, it's pronounced. And then um, she goes, uh, goes into the woods, and she's like, "Oh my God!" And she is like, "What am I going to do about not marrying the one I want to marry?" And the fact that maybe something that he might have done so bad thing. And then an angel comes and is like, "Right, I'm going to sort this out for you." And she gives to. Dwinwen, some sweet potion, which has two effects. First one, freezes Malon in a block of ice. And then the other thing that it does is it means that she falls asleep. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> multi-purpose potion. She wakes up and then the angel's like, right, what now? I'll grant you three wishes. Like some kind of genie, but it's an angel. Oh, before she fell asleep, she's like, I never want to remember Malon ever again. And so the angel's like, hmm, we'll see. And then one of the three wishes she wishes for is to free Malon. So she obviously didn't forget him because she remembers he's in the ice block. And then the angel's like, okay, so she frees Malon. The other wishes she wants are for God to smile upon all lovers. And the third one is for her to never get married. Wow. So it was like a bit sort of of a roller coaster. Yeah, what a, what a changeable list <laughs> I know. that is. Mm. I know. Also, no. that was one of the shortest ice blockings in any story. Yeah. He's in yeah. an ice block. She has a nap straight out the block first thing. Yeah, yeah. That is, that's worse than David Blaine's attempt, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that in between him being frozen and being thawed, there was meant to be a spell of her forgetting all about him. What happened to that yeah. wish, I wonder? We don't know. So then she's like, right, I'm never going to get married. I'm going to be a nun now. And so she goes and bees a nun on the Isle of Anglesey. And her nunnery can be seen to this day, still an, still like a ruin there, on the Isle of Llandwin. But it's one of those islands where you can only, you have to run on and run off because the tide means it's sometimes an island, sometimes not. And they've got a well on the island, which has got a magical fish in it now. You go there with your partner and then you watch the magic fish. And if it does certain movements and stuff, it can predict how well your relationship will progress. And then there's another wishing well, really nearby, um, that if the water boils when you go there with your beloved, then it means it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the tourist board should install some kind of like air pipe that goes... Blah, 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 blah. Like a little jacuzzi thing, yeah. 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 You can pay a little extra. Mm -hmm. So that's um, Santest Winwen. Um, and so all, she's the patron saint of lovers, but she's also the patron saint of farm animals. Now, whales. I, everyone has two jobs, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why have you put the two of them together, naughty whales? Um, oh, <laughs> I, oh I, yeah. I hadn't even... Mm, yeah. Hadn't even sensed the subtext you were going that, for there. Maybe the fifth century was the origin of that stereotype. Yeah. But I got confused, so I thought that the story of Santa's Dwinwen was this story, which is only a short one. 
um, which we got taught as school kids in Wales at primary school age, so like seven, the story of Hrys and Meinir, which means Hrys and Meinir. Um, ah, it's uh, and. Yeah, but that was that was the least confusing part of it. Are these people? Oh, yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Hrys Okay. Um, so they are a boy and a girl who play as little children. Which one's which? Reese is the boy. Okay. Is that like Reese? Yeah. It's spelt exactly like Reese. Right. But I, I, as promised, I'm doing the Welsh accent. No, that, no, no. Like, you've, you've, you've done it beautifully. Um, <laughs> it's just, I don't know if we're going to be able to say any of the names back to you okay. at any point afterwards. I will enjoy you trying. It's as- like a more efficient Chris. That's how I remember Reese. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Buffo to Buff, Chris to Reese. Mm. Buffo to Buff? Buffet to buff. Oh, right. Funk to funky. (laughs) (laughs) We've been confused by Welsh enough. Sorry, yeah. And the woman's called Menir. 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 But what, so as children, they play together and they're like best friends. They never spend a minute apart and they love to play under this old oak tree. And then they get a bit older um, to the age where they um, want to do more than just play like friends. Oh my God, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how. (laughs) So they begin to... They bone. They both. Okay. <laughs> they, right. They both. Um, for buffet, which is the French for <laughs> nookie. And so they become. They fall in love. That was. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, that's mm. better than the other story yeah. so far. Exactly. This is why it all got all confused. So they got. They fell in love, and then they decided to get married, and in a place called Nantgwrthian, which is a beautiful valley on the west coast of Wales. Anyway, the night before the wedding. Um, all the neighbours get together and bring gifts like yeast flour. Ooh. That's rubbish present, isn't it? <laughs> mm. um, but supposedly you put it on your wedding list. You know, <laughs> true. You, sometimes know. you just fill in the fill in it out with like cheap ones for <laughs> people. They, you you want them to tally up with some of the more expensive ones. Yeah, I can't remember what the other examples were, but the fact that there were two examples and one of them was yeast flour. <laughs> I'd say it's a pretty disappointing wedding list. But they were so in love that they weren't about the material thing. On the night before the wedding, there's like a... Tra- oh, no, on the morning of the wedding, there's a tradition that the bride goes and hides and then the wedding party have to all go and find her and then marriage happens. And now some of the stories say that he saw her in her wedding dress on the morning before the hunt. Oh, that's terrible. And maybe work. that could be part of what's to come. So she goes and hides and they start looking for her and they can't find her anywhere. And Hrish gets really like worried and he's like has she run away does she not want to get married he doesn't can't believe that she didn't want to get married because they were so in love and so he searches and searches and then that day goes by and they haven't found her and there's a big storm and he's like worried that she's out in the rain and the thunder and lightning and stuff and anyway weeks go by and he still doesn't find her and he starts to lose his mind great story to be told when you're seven years old i can't believe i wasn't traumatized because <laughs> when i reread it recently i was like quite found myself quite emotional about it when i was seven i was like whatevs <laughs> standard totally fine um so he loses his mind gets kind of paranoid and and has a horrible time and then eventually months later he goes out to his favorite old oak tree that he used to go to with Maynir, and 
he sits down by it and is having a bit of a cry. And then a thunder and lightning storm happens and cracks the tree open. And inside it is a skeleton bride because she had hidden in the tree on their wedding day for him to find her. But she'd slipped into it and got trapped and couldn't get out. Mm. And animals had started to eat her. And the lightning and stuff had struck her. So she got all like shocked and stuff as well. So by the time he got to her, she was just a, a skeleton in a wedding dress. And um, with the shock of seeing it, uh, her, it, he died, like, at the same, as well. And so uh, that's pretty horrific, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. And so I thought that that was the Santa's Dwindle story, but it wasn't. That was the Rhys Amenir story. I'm really sorry. It's not so when you that. said these might be good for Valentine's Day, you, <laughs> you, you knew what was going to happen in the stories. Oh, yeah. And you knew you were setting us up for nice romantic stories. Oh, was I? Well, that's the... the did you not see my face? Uh, d- lighting up with delight at the anticipation of happy oh. lovers. Or at least a fun game of hide and seek. Oh. Rather than... Tragic. That was like an episode of 999. I know. The last bit, the first bit was, I don't know, that was like, I don't know, Silent Witness or something. That was horrible. Uh, yeah. But the, the, the last bit, because that's a standard um, story, the bride who goes and hides. But mm. normally she hides in a chest in the attic. And then gets found years later. There's a skeleton in her chest. There's no. She got trapped in a tree, and then a squirrel ate her, and then she was struck by lightning. lightning. Also struck by the unnecessary addition of being struck by lightning into the story. She was already dead multiple times as well. She got Mm. struck by lightning, which kind of killed her. Kind of frazzled. And that's also what revealed her hiding place. Wow. Or is the idea that she was just hanging on in the tree up until that point, nearly dead, somewhat nibbled? Um, no, it was definitely a skeleton. Right. It was definitely like bones in a dress. Awful. No, it was definitely a I slow, th- horrible death. And I, yeah. Was, uh, come on. And I know <laughs> it's, it was, it's Valentine's. And I know that it was a skeleton because I remember at the age of seven, we all had to draw, we heard, we were told a story and then we had to draw a cartoon strip telling the story. So we all drew a nice skeleton-y bride picture and uh and had to you like, all you were all made to draw the skeleton bride yeah just to really like ha- hammer, hammer it home, home lock it in <laughs> with his yeah. now do, do remember she was a skeleton so you must <laughs> yeah. draw all her bits hanging off oh, yeah. and maybe the lightning shooting out a skull into little fragments that sort of thing <laughs> maybe a little squirrel eating an ear <laughs> nibbling on an ear that's my welsh accent that's very good mm. um God, Welsh teachers are horrible people, yeah. I assume. Yeah, and if that story happened after um, Santa's Dwinwen happened, then Santa's Dwinwen's wish for good luck to all lovers, that failed, didn't it? Yeah. Well, the painter set of the animals, I suppose, maybe they got so, some Good news for the squirrel. Yeah, great <laughs> news for the squirrel. Yeah, so he's like, thank you. Deeds <laughs> Santa's Dwinwen is like, for a while, didn't get that much publicity. And you know how Valentine's Day is like uber commercial and like a worldwide thing. Mm. Well, um, Santos Dwinwen is trying to get more and more publicity and trying to be like, hey, look at us, we're a thing too. And so much so that recently they tried to up the publicity of Santos Dwinwen by some fermors, which is Welsh for farmers, tried... <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> ...tried to get some sweet love in by selling their milk in jars that had photos of their faces on saying... Happy Santa's Dwin one day. Does anybody want to go out with me? Like, like a Lonely Hearts yeah. milk bottle. Yeah. Like instead of a missing child, it's your own face. Yeah. And it's a like a horny farmer. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, I mean, missing children is sad, but mm. to be propositioned over cornflakes by an unknown <laughs> farmer. 
Oh, and there's another, I've got another Santa's Duen Duen, just a tiny little fact that it's tradition on Santos to one day for people to give cards and um, gifts and go to gigs and concerts and stuff. And they also give the traditional Welsh love spoon, you know, like a wooden... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a move, I think. It's happened to me before. <laughs> yeah. Do you not know about love spoons? Just spooning. Um, oh, no. That's what I was imagining. So it's like a wooden spoon, but it, its handle is like lots of heart shapes. Oh, is lovely. that what it's that like carved, is? Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, and that, so that's for that's like a gift for Santa's dinner one day. And the biggest one they ever made was 44 foot long. <laughs> Who was that for? A sad giant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe for one of the Mabinogion giants. Oh, come on. You can't be pulling out Welsh giants at this stage. No, I won't. Oh, there's one called Bendigaidvran. And he made himself a bridge across from Wales to Ireland he made his body a bridge oh he made his body a bridge mm-hmm. who for um, the Welsh I think or maybe or maybe it was like to get the English out of Wales into Ireland or something I don't know it's like here's a here's a bridge for you English okay? <laughs> yeah. just take the hint yeah oh I lost the accent completely there good mm. man out <laughs> I think the score's enough okay. as any more okay. giants. Yeah, yeah. Unless the, no, <laughs> no yeah, sorry, no. I went off on a tangent. No, last-minute introduction of giants, very welcome. Mm. <laughs> scores, please. Scores, please. What score? Scorio. Scorio. <laughs> now we come to the Scorio section. Naming. Yeah. What, what, what's going on with your face there, James? What expression are you doing there? This is my problem with the Welsh. <laughs> I'm just going to get it all out now. Okay. What? A lot of the names are basically just English words said in a Welsh accent. Um, Brechan Brecheinog. Yeah, Brian Brecknog. Brian, Brian Eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's Brian in Welsh? Brian. Bryn. Bryn means hill, but there is a name oh, Bryn. But Brechan... Yeah. Is the name? It's King Brochan Brocheniog. So Brochan, they Brochened him twice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The and guy. hadn't you ever thought that maybe they're all just true words that the English have made their version sound like? Yeah. So Welsh was the original. I don't yeah, think we... the English mm-hmm. would steal something from a colony. Come on now, be reasonable. <laughs> yeah, don't, and also don't look at history. Yeah, or all right. Well, I think your your xenophobic attack on the Welsh, I don't think it holds up because the names sound brilliant. They do actually. I like that, just, well, I mean, the, being... that's the reason I haven't said any of them. Like Brochan Brocheniog. That's that's very good. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grissen Menir. Yeah. Is that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are we doing? Yeah, yeah. And the, what's the other one? She's Santa's Sant- what? <laughs> Santa's Dwinwen. Santa's Dwinwen. So is that Santa's Dwinwen, or as James is saying, Santa's Dwinwen? <laughs> it's um, Santa's means saint, and Dwinwen is her name. So James was right. And what was the guy <laughs> called? The the old Malon Daffodril. Malon Daffodril. Daffodril. Or, or I call him Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> ice cube probably would have been better one to choose. <laughs> Ice tea? There's a lot of hip hop artists with ice in the name. Yeah, because it's so yeah. cool. Oh! That's why. <laughs> Did you not? My God, I'd never. LL Cool James. Yes, ladies love Cool James. To use his full That's title. Or, name, or yeah. in Welsh, Cool James. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not 100% confident you haven't done that joke on the podcast before, James. What ladies love Cool James? Yeah. Have you not mentioned that before? I, I, well, then it's a running joke. <laughs> Um, I think it's five out of five for yeah, names, James. I mean, come on, you've come here with an old blooming language. Come on. Yeah, five out of five for naming. Thanks. Yeah. What's Welsh for five? Pimp. 
I hope also that the other ones are just like English numbers, but in a Welsh accent. One, two, three, four, pimp. Six, seven. How's it spelled? Um, I think it's P U M P. It's not a real language. It isn't a real language. I mean, it's obvious she's making this up, James. You're just I can't to... believe we gave that five. I can't believe we gave her that pimp. <laughs> pimp at a pimp. Pump at a pimp. <laughs> real tears. Real tears. I'm so proud of Wales. <laughs> so... I feel like all the other categories will inevitably be a disappointment. They will. There's no way. Um, you can but what that. is the next category? Please tell me how many points I've got for supernatural. A lot. Again, I think. It's pretty supernatural, isn't it? Yeah, there's an angel. There's. Actually, being in a tree, that's not supernatural. Um, mm. But turning someone to, into a block of ice. That's, yeah. David that's Blaine. Da- no, because if we say that's good, then that means that we're endorsing David Blaine, and I'm not happy with that. But it's quite supernatural that. Uh, in the days before freezers. Yes. Mm. Back Pretty, in the 5th yeah. century, just to freeze somebody in Wales in a block of human-sized yeah, ice. because Wales is so balmy. <laughs> no, but there's not often big bits of ice as big as a person. Um, that's, yeah, the block of ice is clearly supernatural. Um, what, what? There's magic potions. Ma- oh, magic potions. Oh, there's one magic potion with that has two functions, which is kind of like a day and night nurse. <laughs> yeah. Sort of yeah. effect. Mm. Can... Yeah. Can cause drowsiness and blocks of free, freezes. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty pretty impressive. Boiling well. Boiling well. Mm. Nice. I'm sure there was something more supernatural than just hide and some seek. ice. There was a hide and see- there, I I think it's stupid that he didn't check the tree. Like that's the classic first place you yeah. should have checked. Like their special tree. But I think she'd like climbed up it and fallen into a hole in it mm. because then it was only the lightning that struck it and opened it. And that's quite supernatural that that happened the moment he went there, like in desperation months after, and then it cracked open at that point. I did read a version of the story. I did have a little bit of research on this, and I saw a version of the story where he, oh, she, the tree opens, he finds her, he reaches out to touch her, and then she gets struck by lightning and he dies. Wow. Wow. Uh, right. Version. The, only, the version I read, he died of like sadness, but that's quite supernatural, your version. So actually, you're upping my supernatural score Damn. by telling me that version. Damn Thank it. you so kindly. Mm. All right. So it's it's three, I think. You think a three? I think it's a three. Yeah. What do you reckon? I wanted to have another pimp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's room for more pimps in here. Yeah, I think a three. It's three. Which, and you should be very happy with that. That's a perfectly respectable score. We'll see if I'm happy with it when we find out what scores I get for the others. Well, what's the next category then? The next category is star-crossed lovers. I've heard people bandy it around and I'm going to level with you guys. I don't know what star-crossed lover means. Uh, I think it comes from... Uh, it's Romeo and Juliet, isn't it? Yeah. The start of Romeo and Juliet. And it's Does that not mean like fated to be together? No, the opposite. Oh. The stars are fating you for doom. Oh, it's so it's like, like star cross lovers, like angry cross. The stars are a little bit cross, yeah. Oh. I thought it meant like the stars are going like... Oh, like so they, they don't meet. Each other. Like, yeah. Oh, and they just pass each yeah. other like mm. ships in the night, yeah, but stars like in the sky. Here's a word fact. Disastrous mm. means the same thing. Disastrous. So the ah. ast in that is like astro, 
Like so, it's like it's not. Oh, it's not in the stars. It was disa- It was a, a disaster. Meaning wow. the stars were against it. Oh, yeah, that's and amazing. That, and that's one of those ones that I'm ninety five percent sure is true. What does astroturf mean? <laughs> astroturf. It comes from the Houston Astros, and it was the they were the first people to put this fake grass in their baseball stadium. All right. What? Yeah. That's a hundred. Is that why? It's, oh, is that why it's Astro? That's why it's called Astro. I assumed they had it like on it the. It came from Mars. I thought they had it on the Apollo missions to make them feel at home. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> when they played the golf on the moon, they just laid down a little AstroTurf green. What? Oh, wow, I had no idea. So, and this story has two. Pairs two two of, pairs of star-crossed lovers. So it means bad lovers, like... Yeah, cursed, doomed lovers. Right. Okay. And they, these guys were definitely that. And think about the mum and dad. Oh, the mum of of um, Twin One was called Rig Roust. Just remembered. Oh, <laughs> you can't get more than a pimp for your name. <laughs> so Rig and Brachaniog... Um, they had a bit of a nightmare with their kids as well, didn't they? Starcross, lo- mm. they're very Starcrofts. They're very lovey. There's well, four of them. There's four of them. Are you two pair? Uh, yeah. You think it's four out of five? I think it's a four out of five. Thanks. Yeah. Good work. Cheers. What's four in Welsh? Padwar. Padwar a pimp. Three is three. And- no. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my final category is poor gifts. Yeah, yeast. It's not a great gift. Flour, not even folds concentrate yeast. It's floury yeast. Yeast flour. Oh, is this like a um, sort of like a artisan sourdough bakery giving out its special uh, starter mix that's been going for fifty? <laughs> was it a hipster wedding? <laughs> it does sound a bit that way. Now you mention it. Yeah, um, actually, I had my whole wedding inside of a tree. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just got struck by lightning. That's uh, really cool. Happy points. Let some squirrels eat a bit of me. <laughs> hipsters, cla- all classic hipster. Yeah. Archetypal hipsterness. What other gifts were there? She said, she as a gift to all lovers, she yeah. she wished peace upon them. Good luck and to them, yeah. Good, oh, 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 she oh. wished for God to look after them. Yeah, because sort of good luck to them is a little bit like, <laughs> good, good luck, kids. Yeah. Um, but God looking after them is has worked out quite poorly, I think, unless everybody's still happy in Wales, are they? Um, I can't speak for all of Wales. I'm a Welsh woman and I'm not happy in love. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, you look genuinely sad. Yeah, I feel really no. bad. Oh, all I, no, I'm not, I'm not unhappy in love. I'm just a lone wolf. <laughs> that's wow. what they call the ones who shoot people Jenny yes. <laughs> oh sorry it's, it's not as cool shark. as it used to be <laughs> lone sharks aren't great either uh, people tend not to like lone sharks uh, lone, lone, lone ranger lone ranger <laughs> yeah, like, were you about to say lone gunman well, I was going to say lone rider okay. um, yes so, that's a good phrase Yeah. Uh, 44 foot love spoon Who's oh, going to yeah. use that? The 44 foot last spoon. That's a poor gift, yeah. A, but a good band name, I think. <laughs> I think that is a poor quality gift. They seem very impractical with their spiky little end. Yeah. Uh, what's the Welsh word for a uh, love spoon? Lloi gariad. And does that just literally mean love spoon? Uh-huh. And um, on Dear the Santa's Twin One, people say, Dwin de gari di, which means I love you. Isn't that nice? Oh, yeah. It's nice that Gary gets a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that how many? That's a few gifts that we've got there. Um, what, what are you thinking, James? I think it's got to be a pimp. <laughs> you just want to say pimp. I again. just want to say pimp. All right. Well, I, I think we'd be remiss not to pimp it at this point. Yeah. So, if you read out the scores in Welsh, pimp tree, pedwar pimp, pimp tree, pedophile pimp. Good. <laughs> Classic game of I Spy. That's, if you're looking out of a car as you drive into Wales, that's what you see. <laughs> Thank you.
another little tale for us, Jenny, deputy law person. Before we revoke your deputy law personship. Sure. Yeah, because I'm ready to demand your gun and badge. <laughs> but do you have another tale? I have got one small tale to do. It's a sad one. Brilliant. So there's a knight in Wales. I don't remember his name, but he's a knight. Not a knight like the opposite of day. Yeah. Right. With a you K. You got that. There's a knight. And he had a really loyal dog called Gellert. And one day he got called to battle or something. Hang on. He had a baby. He had a- <laughs> That's <laughs> both important. He had a baby. But and you I- need to know which it is to know what to pack. <laughs> battle or baby. <laughs> he, right. So he left the baby in the care of Gellert, the very loyal dog. Mm. So the the mother, I think the mother of the baby had perished long ago, childbirth perhaps. So the baby's very young, gets left in the house of the knight. He goes out to battle and then when he comes back, there's blood everywhere and he's like, Gallet! <laughs> and there's like baby things all around the place and he's like, Gallet has killed my baby. So he kills Gallet and then he goes behind a curtain in the room and the baby is there alive. And what Gallet has done is protect is hidden the baby from the wolf that came in and the blood was Gellert's blood because the wolf the wolf had tried to get to the baby but Gellert fought it to protect the baby and the knight didn't realize and so he's killed his own dog thinking that he'd killed his baby and the baby was fine and then i think he killed the wolf and then he vowed never to smile again <laughs> True, oh, that's, no. the end. that's definitely the end. That's, that's the, the end. That's the end. And I've met a... a few Welsh guys who that must have happened to. <laughs> <laughs> it's surprising how common that is. Um, and there's a place, a beautiful place in Wales called Be- called Bairth Gellert, which means Gellert's grave, and you can go and see the grave of Gellert the dog. It's really emotional, isn't <laughs> it? Really it is sad. really sad. It's a yeah. really sad story. Well, <laughs> sorry. Not really. It sounds like a man who's, sorry, a knight who's terrible uh, decisions. He, he makes very, very bad choices, yeah. making some very bad choices. Yeah. And he needed to it, check for baby. All his punishment is not is self-imposed, not smile. Well, being a single parent is difficult. Trying to keep the walls from the door. Yeah. <laughs> As a awoke dad myself. Mm. It's a- like, awake. Like, An awake li- dad. <laughs> if anything, I'm too awake because of the babies. That I mean, come on, that's a stupid thing to do. He shouldn't have left it. The baby just with the dog. Agreed. No, no. Agreed. No, there's no doubt that that was where he went wrong. Yeah, yeah. The bit where he left the baby with the dog was the mistake. It's not a satisfactory tale. You don't come away from from it going great. I feel I learned something there. I feel I learned something there that I'm right in never leaving my baby in the care of a dog. Yeah. And also, when I think my baby's being been murdered, having a proper look around yeah. first. Check for a live baby before you proceed. The mm. trouble is, though, that's like you ruin literally every Shakespeare play if after finding out some bad news, you wait 10 minutes just to check. <laughs> yeah. Almost every great tragedy is ruined if you do that. Yeah. yeah. By ruined, do you mean... Isn't a tragedy. Everyone, it'll be fine. Yeah. Gonna, oh, they weren't really dead. Oh, a note has just arrived. You know, oh, yeah. brilliant. Oh, they're twins. Tragedy hinges on everyone taking quick, decisive, wrong action. Yeah. It's a good story, though. Yeah, it's a good story. Thanks. Should we do some mini scores for it? So what's, what's the first category? Uh, supernatural. Zero. No, no, I think it was quite clever of Gellert to hide the baby behind the curtain, because how did he get the baby down and, like, not kill it and, like, manage to put it somewhere? That's oh, quite it's a, cl- it's impressive. a little bit of a magic dog. Don't know. It's not magical because dogs hide stuff all the time. Okay. I'm it, literally clutching at straws. <laughs> had sort of, he hadn't, depends if he sort of buried it. That mm. would be not magical, but it's impressive if it... You know, he hid it, it so well. But. Yeah. Well, it must have been quite good at babysitting to get the gig again. 
Mm. And did he babysit for other nights when they went <laughs> off to battle? Just like, you know, a little teenage dog getting off with its teenage <laughs> dog, doggy girlfriend. Uh, I reckon it's a, it's a one for this promiscuous teenage dog babysitter. Yeah. Maybe the wolf really was slightly... just coming around for a bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got to have been supernaturally good at looking after babies or this knight is an absolute lunatic he's supernaturally lunatic you can't have both <laughs> you can have one or the other yeah. and i'll take one point magic dog yeah yeah okay one point good yeah uh, second category names well you couldn't remember the names yeah. but gellert's quite good yeah gellert um, yeah. That's a brand of pen, I think. And uh, outdoor wear. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Short for Gellert. I thought there was like a Gellert brand. Mm, no, there's only Gellert clothing, which is like outdoor um, mountain stuff. For babies. Like... <laughs> it's babies from Camouflaged, wolves. Camouflaged, yeah. yeah. That's quite good. Well, it's still only one name, really. No, it's still only one. It's a short tail, though. So, it's a short tail, yeah. So I'm inclined to go for a three, because I feel like... Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Three. three out of five. Yeah. What's the final category? Oh, number of canines. Number of canines. There's definitely two. It's two. I mean, I feel you should have said number of canines times two plus one. <laughs> yeah, that's And then you get I a meant. full pimp. Oh, but um, two in Welsh is die. Ooh. So it's that's kind quite, of apt. That's like the knight's command uh, to <laughs> the dog. Actually, canine teeth. So two each. So each canine tooth in the story... It's four, the number of canines. And in fact, if we include the dogs on top of that, we're on six. Yeah, so let's call it around five. I think everyone has, don't five. Know, doesn't everyone have four canine teeth each? Do, you have, do we have four canine teeth? Yeah, top and bottom. So we're on, eight, so that's eight. eight. And then the canine 16. number of, a, I mean, the a name of an, uh, the animal. So it's, Would all oh, the I, teeth, I was, aren't all the teeth in a dog's canine teeth? Strictly speaking, yes. And which, dogs have, how many teeth do dogs have? Let's just Google how many teeth dogs have. <laughs> God, my this search is getting out of hand. This we're going to have to revoke the deputy lawmanship. This is unprecedented and crazy. How many teeth do dogs have? 42. 42. Each. So what are we on? 84 teeth. 84 canine teeth. Yeah. A tangent Sup- and a half. Supernumerary canine teeth. That's a lot. A lot of canines. I reckon we call it the maximum number of points I'm allowed, which is how many pimp. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's a square. It's pimp out of pimp. Do you know what 500 is? Pimp can't. <laughs> <laughs> listening to Lawmen. The Lawmen are James Shakeshaft and Alistair Beckett-King. Please subscribe, rate, review and recommend to a friend. You can tweet us at lawmenpod or email us at contact at lawmenpodcast.com to suggest stories from your area. Jenny Collier, Deputy Lawman Jenny Collier, how can the listeners to our podcast find you and, and about your jokes? You can find f- you and about your jokes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Really, answer that. <laughs> you can find me and about my jokes <laughs> <laughs> on all the usual social media platform. There's Twitter at Jen Jen Collier is Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, Jenny Collier Comedian, I think. Or if you just type it in, there's a picture of my face. And I'm also, I've got a website. All my gigs are listed on there. Please come to my Edinburgh show, which I don't know what it's going to be called yet, but it might be called The Jen Commandments. And yeah, you just find it, find me on that www dot does anybody type that anymore now yeah you have to dot www dot twice <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 
<laughs> Quintuple W. Yeah. Sorry, sextuple W. It's worldwideweb.welswelswells. <laughs> it's my Welsh stutter. Okay. Just go on the internet. Just go on the internet. You can find me pretty easily, yeah. 